This is it. Polls close in exactly 52 minutes, which means you're 52 minutes away from not hearing any more political ads. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show, ramping you up for our election coverage. The eyes of the nation, nay, the eyes of the world here on our fair peach state. Uh, as we have the dual Senate runoff elections, we've got you covered tonight like nobody's business. We're going to be with you till 7, then Chris Chandler is going to anchor our coverage throughout the night with all of our political gurus, Bill Crane, Monica Pearson, Greg Bluestein from the AJC, and I- I'm sure uh, a cast of thousands will be joining Chris as well. Hopefully, for my sleep schedule and my schedule tomorrow morning, we'll have a winner tonight. I don't know yet. Charles Thomas III from The Revenant, uh, our political analyst here on The Mark Aram Show. We going we gonna to know winners tonight, Chuck? What do you think? I hope so, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. I, I feel in Fulton County won't, won't have their stuff ready. They're like that one kid in class, right? Like, as soon as everyone's done with the test, you can go out and do recess. There's the one kid that takes yeah. the entire time. Yeah, Jim Tripodi. That was the yeah. kid in my school. He's like, come on, Jim. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. We want to go play kickball. And he's... Still trying to color in the line. And then they the get line. flustered, and then people, he can tell people yeah. get mad, and they're like, whatever. That's Fulton County. Yep. I mean, Jim was a nice guy. We liked him. Sure. But he was just, Fulton County. just slow. Just slow. Yeah, come on, Jim. <laughs> Let's go. The answer's six. Let's go. Yeah, you, know, you try to feed him answers yeah. so you can hurry up. Six, out. Jim. Three plus three is six. Let's go. <laughs> Recess starting now. Um, so we got you covered. Uh, no more political ads, which is a good thing. And we're going to oh, talk to one oh, of our really? sales experts in a half an hour about all the political ads you've been hearing here on the radio. Because I know po- folks had a lot of questions. Like, my mom was texting me last night. What's the deal? You know, why, why so many political ads? Who determines what gets on? I didn't really know the answer. So Mark Turcott from our sales team is going to join us in 30 minutes and, and break down what's the deal with all the political ads and, and what our responsibility is as a station. But if you're waiting in line at the polling place right now, we want to entertain you a little bit. We do it every Tuesday and Thursday. It's time would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker. It's the first time in 2021 I'm doing this. He's the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday. It's little Sanjay and would you rather. How you doing, Sanjay? Happy New Year, all of y'all. I gotta say I have missed y'all deeply. Really, that's real talk. Did I, I see you? Over? I, I saw you show. once. Oh, I went out to dinner with my uh, on right. my birthday with you. That's correct. So I've seen you, uh, but that was before the New Year. So Happy New Year to you and, and your family. Everything good? Oh, everything's good. We're getting along. Excellent, excellent. All right, Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer him here in the studio, and I'd love for you to play along in your car or waiting at the poll site or wherever you are right now. Uh, that being said, what is the first question, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather significantly increase the world's population's intelligence overnight or just significantly increase your own well it's, there's not much room to move on mine i mean i'm up, i'm up on the top echelon as is uh but i'm still going to take that because i like being uh with the one percent of brain power i don't want the rest of the world to catch up to me like i have that advantage that allows me to navigate these troubled waters that we live in being you know i'm not a top one percent income earner but I think I'm a top 1% IQer. We're talking about you, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to figure so I'm, just, I'm going to significantly increase my IQ and not the rest of the world's. Deborah Green. I like the idea of that, but I think if everyone else was smarter, there'd be a lot more done. You know, like if everyone's working on stuff, we'd have more technology and better, faster. But, but let me say this as the smartest person here. Um, <laughs> the, the intelligence that I have 
You can, you know, I'm not out there solving the world's problems. Mm-hmm. I'm using my intelligence to avoid doing work, right? <laughs> okay. That's what intelligent people do. Most of us, we use our intelligence to 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 skate by in life. Well, I'm so, very dumb then. Yeah. <laughs> Low T Chuck, what are you doing, buddy? Um, I answer the phones for three different programs now. Yeah. I need the world collective intelligence <laughs> team <Thank laughs> significantly. So I will sacrifice myself on the altar of y'all need to get smarter. Chuck just took a prison shank and hit it right in the kidney of our listeners. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'm going to let everybody, everybody else come up. Everyone else get yeah. up to your level? Yeah. All right. Next question, Silky. All right. Would you rather, in general, help your enemy or hurt your friends? Help your enemy. Love thy neighbor, right? That's that's what they say. That's what the good book says. Love thy neighbor as you would love thyself. So, yeah, I don't want to hurt my friends, certainly. But even without that second uh, question, I, I think help your enemy. I, I think be a better person. Help your enemy, Deborah Green. I would definitely help my enemy because it would just fuel the hatred even more. Oh, you'd be like... Like, they would hate me even more. Like, gotcha. why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, why are you being yeah, so nice exactly. to me, Deborah Green? Yep. Uh, low T. Chuck. Yeah, I'm with Deb. It's the worst when somebody you dislike is nice to you. Yeah. You just you're like... Oh, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd much rather be nice to an enemy. So maybe I don't want to hurt my friends. Uh, he's not in the building anymore. The millennial that doesn't talk to me. Yeah. yeah and you should be just, nice to him. Should I bring him flowers? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> bring him a donut. Nice yeah. Croissant. Hey, happy new year, buddy. Longoria. Uh, yeah. Be nice to my enemy. Be yeah. nice to your enemy. Don't yeah. Hurt your friends. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. a you're yeah, a I'm kind not... soul anyway, Longoria. Yeah. Little Sanjay continues with Would You Rather. What's the next question, Sanj? All right, if you had to, would you rather give up sweet food for the rest of your life or savory food for the rest of your life? Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna pass this one because I've got to really think on this one. So I'm going to go last on this one. Uh, Deborah Green, noted foodie. You giving up <laughs> You giving up sweet or savory? I, li- I have a sweet tooth, and I tend to cook a lot of sweet things. Bake. I, oh, yeah, I do, but stuff. I enjoy savory things a little bit more. Tamales. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'll give up the sugar. You're really? Yeah, I'll give up the sugar. Well, you do that for Lent anyway, basically. I'll give up meat for Lent. I give up everything yeah, for Lent. Yeah, you do give yeah. up everything for Lent. I'll uh, give up the sugar. Low T Chuck. This is interesting because you like that that savory venison, but I see Chuck uh, demolish donuts and the uh, snack machine out there. You get What do you got, Skittles right now? So, <laughs> so what are you getting rid of, savory or sweet? I can't give up elk steaks. Oh. I can't give up elk. The so greasy I, elk steak. Yeah, greasy elk steak. I can't <laughs> give that up. So I'll, I'll give up my Skittles and donuts and the snack machine. How about a greasy elk steak and a dirty ashtray? Done. Done? You're going to eat it? You can't ruin an elk steak for me. <laughs> Longoria, the stoic Eskimo. Yeah, I'm going to give up sweets. Yeah, right? Yeah. Brisket? You can't, yeah, I mean, can't I can't do without any of that. Yeah, Whataburger? Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. do without cakes and pies and all that kind of stuff. So here's, here's uh, I, wanted, I wanted a little time to think about this. Um, Maya would give up sweets in a second. Like, she is all about the savory. And I love the savory, but you know. Like, look, I got a box of chocolate chip cookies on my desk. I saw that. That I picked up on the way in today. I'm like, oh, it's election night. We need some, we need some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I love sweets. I love sweet treats very much. But I can live without them. When I do the, yeah. the no-carb thing, I diet, no sweets, although I do get sugar-free candy sometimes. But the So I can, I've done it. I've given it up before. The savory, I, I can't. The lox and the bagels, um, the elk steak. Chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so are we unanimous then? We're all giving up the sweets? Yeah, I think we're all giving up the yeah. sweets. That, that's the hardest I've ever had to think about one of your questions, Sanjay. So <laughs> very, very good job, buddy. What's the next question, sir? All right, this one's going to really stump you. Would you rather have a $200 Little Caesars gift card 
$150 gift card to a local pizza shop or $100 cash? One fifty to Little no two hundred to Little Caesars. Yes. One fifty to 150. like Fellini's. Yep. Or a hundred in cash. You got it. How many five dollar? How many five dollar pizzas? At uh, is that forty forty five dollar pizzas from wow. Little Caesars? It's a lot. Or like ten pizzas from Fellini's, or a hundred bucks in cash I can spend where I want. Baseball cards. Yeah, I know. You can't really buy much for 100 these days. Um, I'm supporting uh, Fellini's. I'm going with our local pizza place. Give me 150 at Fellini's. Debit or green? <sighs> I think I have to do 150 at a local place because okay. there is a, a good local place that does the pizza as close to real Italian pizza as I've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah, they have like the buffalo mozzarella. What's, and, what's the name of it? Uh, Campagna. Oh. It's in Milton and Alpharetta. It's All right. so good. And I, I would pay, i just go there rather yeah. than the other pizza joint. All right, yeah. so 150 yep. at Campagna. Low T, Chuck. Um, I'm taking the the 200 to Little Caesars. Little Caesars. I just get more mileage out of it with two kids. You could feed your family for yeah. 200 bucks at Little Caesars. Yeah. My dad loves those $5 hot and ready, oh, which best. is crazy because he's from Brooklyn, New York. Right, like he he, but he is, gets that pizza. He for, for every year for his birthday, I give him like a hundred dollars of Little Caesars gift cards, yeah. and my mom will not eat it. Like so, he'll Maybe grab one and eat it in the driveway <laughs> before he gets is in the house. Is he not allowed to bring it in the house? He does, but I think he just doesn't want it, you know my mom to see it because she despises it. I've done that. Yeah, and I've gotten busted where a hot neighbor will come out and go, "I see there's Little Caesars pizza," and the guy like. Damn it. You're my dad. You're soulmates. Long Glory, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah, the kid thing, it, it'll last longer, but I think I'm going to go 150 to a local. The local yeah. All right. Uh, last question, Sanjay. Last question. Would you rather sleep without a pillow or without a blanket? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sleep without a blanket. I you can't. I can't sleep without. I need two pillows actually. But with if I don't have a blanket, I can wear the the you know Chuck gave me long johns for my birthday. I can wear those. I can put a sweater on, a sweatshirt, sweatpants. Without a pillow, it's oh, a struggle. Awful. I'd have to use that sweatshirt as no, nah, yeah. So I I'll sleep without a blanket. Deborah, I gotta have a blanket. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I can bunch it up and kind of make a pillow out of part <sighs> of it. I've done that. That's mm -hmm. that's. Ne I can do that. Though. Yeah, it's I never gotta good. have a blanket. Loti Chuck, who I believe sleeps uh, sleeps in the nude I still. Do. Still. But I'll start wearing clothes because you're not getting rid of my pillow. <laughs> oh, all right. There I can't handle that. I, right. I need a pillow. Uh, um, Longoria. Without a, without a pillow, yeah. Go without the pillow. Yeah. Really? All right. Yeah. You need that blanket? Yeah, I think so. So if we ever do a road trip, you and Deb are bunking together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. yeah. And right. it's me and Low T. Chuck. <laughs> and Sanjay will be uh, in a sleeping bag on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Sanjay, believe it or not, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Taxis and rapidly approaching Sanjay, star of radio and screen and television, will do your taxes. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or Brass.Tax. Thanks, as always, Sanj. My man. All right, when we come back, we'll uh, dive headfirst into the two senatorial runoffs tonight. The polls end in 40 minutes. This is The Mark Aram Show. 625, 50 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 7. And then we turn over the uh, microphone to Chris Chandler and our Senate runoff coverage. 25 minutes away from the polls closing. Here's the, the, the deal, though. If you are in line at the polls... When they close at 7, you are... Holy cow, breaking news, Longoria. Give me that breaking news sounder, buddy, right now. Did you just see that? I did not. Chris Where Camp, is the greatest news director in news director history, just rolled in a cart of Chick-fil-A. Like a cart. 
I'll be right back. Like there was so much food he couldn't just hand, like a a card of Chick-fil-A. I'm getting all broken up about I this. Know, yeah. That was very exciting. You can have mine. <laughs> oh, that's right. A little skinny Longoria. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. If you're in line at 7, you get to vote. So don't get out of line. Your vote is very important. Um, here's what I think. I, and, and I'll bring in Charles Thomas III from TheRevenantAgain.com. And I posted this uh, poll on Twitter this morning on what folks think are going to happen um, in the runoffs today. Both Republicans win. Both Democrats win. Or a split decision. Uh, right now... Uh, both Republicans win has 36.3%. Both Democrats win have 32.2%. Split decision has 31.5%. So very tight poll. I think we're going to see a split decision tonight, Chuck. That's that's the way I'm leaning on this. The the early assessment this morning and through the afternoon was looks good for Purdue. The uh, the Loeffler Warnock race is the toss up, mm-hmm. and they they could see a Purdue win and a Warnock win. That's that's what I think is yeah, going to happen. Yeah, that 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 was the likeliest of scenarios that was bantied around. Again, it depends on how the turnout is in a bunch of these north and in uh, southeastern counties. But um, yeah, that's now this morning. So I missed a lot because I, I was in bed. I was sleeping from like eleven a.m. to three p.m. So I missed a lot of what was going on in the midday. But this morning, I reached out to some uh, Democratic operatives that I have contact to, and they seemed very optimistic this morning. But that was at like ten a.m. But I think, you know, because they saw the lines at the polls early on, and that was a good sign for them, they thought, in the Democratic districts. But I think that they was gone after that. Once the people that were in line early, things really calmed down throughout the middle of the day. And maybe we'll see a bump uh, in the evening here. Um, I think Doug said he certainly saw things pick up at 2 p.m. Maybe folks were waiting. But typically, Charles Thomas III, the day of uh, election voters are heavily Republican. Heavily right? Republican. Yeah. So yes. and there's uh, lines. I'm getting uh, pictures from police officers that are uh, patrolling a lot of these polling areas, yeah. and there's huge lines. Still lines. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to have an answer tonight on who wins either of the races or or both of them. Uh, but that's what my Twitter. Again, it's my Twitter audience. This is not a scientific poll, but it seemed you know 36 percent say a Republican sweep. 32% say a Democratic sweep. 31.5% say a split decision. I'm leaning toward a split. I think we're going to see a split on the ticket. I think Eric yesterday made a good – Eric Erickson, the host of Atlanta's Evening News. I don't know if you knew that, Longoria. Uh, I didn't. Thanks he, for telling me. He made a good point about South Georgia uh, and the black farmer vote. Now, I don't know how many black farmers are in South Georgia, uh, but apparently they are fond of David Perdue and Sonny Perdue because of what they did uh, for the hurricane cleanup and the and the the funds that we're able to get them, uh, I don't know how big a voting block that is. Uh, I've never gotten off of I seventy. Well, I got off at of seventy five in Valdosta a couple times, but other than that, I've never ventured off the interstate in South Georgia. So I don't know how many uh, African American farmers there are. But uh, what Eric was saying was was making sense. So that's my. I mean, I don't that's all get, we got. That's all. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, the, you know, if I had to to wager on this, I think we're going to see a split decision here. Yeah. Which I know in boxing, no one likes that, right? No. The draw. Yeah. I guess if you're a Republican, the, you'll take the draw, right? You'll take the split decision and keep the power yeah, in the Senate. Then it ends up 51 40, 49. And McConnell still. Yeah, is still the thing. What are the chances? I'm going to throw this against the wall and then run because of news. <laughs> you want me to close the phone? It's a, it's a, yeah, um, it's a split decision tonight, right? Right. But what President Trump is doing infuriates some of the more centric Republican senators like uh, Murkowski or Collins. Mm-hmm. What if they say, you know what? I'm going, I- I'm switching to independent. 
it's, I'm, I'm switching to Democrat. Like I, I can't. The fact that he, the the fact that he's not going to be president on January twentieth, probably gives them cover. Yes. Yeah. If he was, yeah, you can see that. I, I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't. Hey, listen. Stop the steal, Chuck. <laughs> stop the steal. It ain't over yet. Uh, news, weather, and traffic coming up, and then uh, no more political heads. Good news for you and me. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. For a second, I reckon I got you double checking. I know you're the journalist, Chris Camp, and I'm the talk show host, but I'm going to quiz you like a journalist right now. Right. Uh, we had the breaking news 10 minutes ago of you wheeling in the Chick Fil A. That's right. Into the newsroom. Uh, what what it might have been on that big cart you rolled in? Do we know what what uh, items were ordered? Uh, yeah. Don't, don't give me a politician's answer now. Don't don't deflect. What no, a- no, no, no. There, there was. <laughs> It basically is chicken sandwiches. That's okay. It. There's no 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 strips or anything. You All know, right. Basic. Nothing specific. Just your basics. Look yeah. at that. All yeah. right. Thanks we're, for not. We're a basic crew. Chris Camp, not dodging the tough questions here on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, <laughs> the polls close, Chris, in 20 minutes and 15 seconds. You see, CNN's had the countdown clock. It's kind of interesting when you see, you know, it's it's your your local thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Now I heard a rumor. I don't know if this is true. But that uh, ABC National and C-SPAN are going to be simulcasting Channel 2's covers starting at 8. They are. Uh, Channel 2, yeah. I don't yeah. know about ABC, but yeah, I do know that uh, C-SPAN is yeah picking That's up Channel 2, amazing. 8 to 11 or 8 to midnight. Oh, yeah. You've been news director here since uh, Longoria was in short pants. Uh, we've never had the spotlight like this, right? I mean, back. To, I mean, the Olympics maybe? Yeah. I don't think, you, you know, if you go back to the Olympics, that's probably, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Where everything, I mean, everything, we had somebody, uh, one of the folks in the newsroom did an interview with uh, a Toronto radio station. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, hat off to you and uh, the whole news team, because you guys have been crushing it all election it's been season. Fun. It's it been has fun. been fun. And uh, we are now 20, 19 minutes away from the polls closing and no more political ads. What's with all the political ads? Joining us from the sales team here at WSB Radio, our longtime friend of the show, Mark Turcott. Mark, how are you, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm well, and I'll bet the uh, listeners are counting down as well. <laughs> They're very excited. They miss uh, they miss the ED ads. That, that that's the <laughs> biggest complaint. They the uh, the ED well, ads. Don't- don't worry, they're coming back. They're coming back. So <laughs> uh, I don't want to mess up your. What's your official title here at the station, Mark? I don't want to mess that up. No, it's all right. I'm national sales manager and political lead for uh, Atlanta, Athens, and Houston. Okay, so you are the point man when it comes to the political ads. Uh, forgive me, I've been I've been in here since yeah. '97, and I don't know all the rules about political ads. Uh, just give us a, a, a breakdown of of what we have to do as a radio station when it comes to political ads and all the ads we've been hearing. Yeah, you know, Mark, uh, we're licensed by the FCC. That makes us so different than, you know, a lot of media that's consumed today. Us and TV have a licensed uh, situation, and with that comes some responsibilities and some things that, you know, I think it's really tough for the general public to understand. When a candidate who is properly qualified, a federal candidate, uh, wants to advertise on our radio station, they have to be given access, and they have to be treated like they were one of our best clients. They get the lowest rates for the most part on the radio station, and we cannot touch their copy. We have absolutely zero editing ability. Uh, we can't day part it, meaning we can't make it run at night or only in the morning. We have to do exactly as they ordered. So um, 
you know, that makes it tricky when you get people calling saying, this isn't so. I heard somebody say that. you got to pull this. One candidate actually used GD in their ad, and, you know, there was a lot of pushback. Nothing we could do about it. Yeah, and eventually they they, they bleeped that out or changed it or whatever. Uh, Mark Turcott, uh, the point man for political ads here on WSB Radio. Now, when you say they, they get the the lowest possible rate, so the, the rate on the Mark Aram show, obviously, because we're so highly rated, it's a very expensive oh, ad they, here. They couldn't afford you. They it, could hardly afford you. Exactly. But, like, uh, you know, it's Sunday at 3 a.m., th- those ads are cheaper. Does that mean you, you, you have to no. charge them the Sunday 3 a.m. rate? No. And this gets a little in the weeds. Uh, you know, it's really the, – the, the bottom line is they get access and they get treatment like they were – our very best customer. And of course, all of our customers are treated like they're our very best customers. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, people have to, you know, set those things. And uh, it's not the politicians that do that. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but so the polls close in uh, 17 minutes. Uh, Once the polls close, are we done with the political ads? Are there still going to be some running tonight into the over into the morning? Well, uh, for WSB listeners, unless there's uh, what we in the biz call a make good hanging in there or out there somewhere, um, they should be free of it after 7 o'clock tonight. Now, I will say that um, there is some political activity uh, ramping up beginning tomorrow. Um, I know. Um, not necessarily on WSB yet, but yeah. um, there, there will be a little bit of activity out there in the market real quick because we got to take a break for uh for traffic mark but you said we can't like the senatorial candidates we can't touch their copy but like the super PACs that come on and they do some of the really lowest blows do we have the option to edit copy or decline those ads what's the rules with that yes uh to to sum it up yes we uh, make them send us proof of any claims that are in those ads Uh, now we don't we're not arbiters of those claims the you know, someone else might be, but indeed, um, you know, we want to respect the First Amendment, right? Yes. Um, we're not go- we're not going to censor what people say in those ads as long as they're not slanderous or libelous. And if they can prove in some form or fashion that most of what they claim is true, then they get access to the air as well. Mark Turcott uh, joining us from his palatial Buckhead mansion after all these political ads have been rolling uh-huh. in. Man, I didn't make a good enough deal, Mark. I definitely did not make a good enough deal this year. I appreciate so. it, and and hopefully uh, we'll get those ED, ba- ED ads back on the Mark Aram Show tomorrow night. Coming at you, man. All right, Mark Turcott from the sales staff. Thanks, brother. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. You know, I often talk about uh, how I want to learn another language, become fluent in another language. I'm changing my mind now in 2021. That's too much work, right? And I don't know if the, how much benefit. Like, I want to speak Italian fluently. I took it for six years in school, and I'm pretty good. But And I want to learn how to speak Spanish and Japanese. I'm going to use that money uh, and time that I would devote to learning another language to just learning Photoshop. Because I think I'm gonna, I'd get more out of Photoshop than I would learning Italian. Way more entertaining. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's way more fun. So Deborah just and Deborah's. I don't know. Are you an expert at Photoshop? I, I would not say an expert, but I mean, I did go to art school, so I definitely know how to use the tools. But so, I'm, I'm not like a serious graphic designer. So I just sent Deborah a thing during that last interview with Mark. Uh, I was like, "Hey, can you Photoshop me in this picture?" And she just did, and it's the the funniest it's hilarious. thing. It's yeah. So check out my Instagram. <laughs> um, uh, at, Mar- at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-E. Erickson still doesn't follow me, by the way, on Instagram. <laughs> 
Still doesn't follow me. Now he's doing it on purpose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's just playing I said hard to that get. whole bit yeah. hard everything. to get. He thought it was the greatest he's thing ever. He's just playing hard to get. Now he's just playing hard to get. Yeah. And he hasn't given me a single Mrs. Fields cookie. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not, not going to use the airwaves to, to deal with our political. But Photoshop is a, to me, that's more valuable than speaking another language right now. I mean, I could spend hours and hours in Photoshop just manipulating pictures. I need to learn that. Will you help me? It's fun. It is fun, yeah. Once you learn how, it's fun. I, you I, can self-teach. It's not yeah, it's not super that hard. complicated. I can't even do like Microsoft Paint where you just like draw Microsoft numbers. Microsoft Paint is way harder. I it think. is. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the, this makes it much more user-friendly. Anyway. All right. So before uh, the news at 630, I, I gave my prediction that I think we're going to see a split here. And um, on Twitter, I'm going to give shout out to uh, Blake. He says that I am in line with the betting lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you can bet on these uh, races, yeah, Longoria, right. whatever. So this is, and I don't know if this is the Vegas odds or overseas odds or whatever, uh, but uh, Raphael Warnock is minus 180 and Kelly Leffler's plus 135 in their race. So let me translate for you non-gambling degenerates right now. Um, <laughs> in order to win $100 on this uh, bet, on this race, if you want, if you want to bet on Warnock, you have to bet one hundred and eighty dollars to win a hundred. He's that he's favored. Mm-hmm. If you think that Kelly Leffler is going to win, if you bet a hundred dollars, you win one hundred and thirty-five. So that's that what the odds are. So that's not a huge favorite, but it's a favorite, mm-hmm. right? It'd be like the Falcons against the Giants, two really bad teams, but the Falcons be favored by eh, a little bit, a field goal and a half. That's basically. Vegas is saying right now is that uh, Warnock is favored by a field goal and a half. On the other side of the race, it's the opposite. If you want to win $100 betting on David Perdue to win, you have to bet $170 to win $100. So he's the favorite, minus $170. And John Ossoff is plus $130. So if you bet $100 and Ossoff wins, you win $130. So I didn't even know that before I, I made my, not a prediction, but what I sure. th- what I think is going on. But uh, Eric's been tweeting, uh, not to, to bring him up again. I don't, I'm not like stalkering him, <laughs> but he tweeted out that uh, he, he, like much like you, seeing some long lines in some of the traditional uh, Republican strongholds of Cherokee County. Uh, so the late uh, election day push apparently is, is good news for the Republicans. Now, I think we're going to see a repeat, right? Because as soon as in five minutes, they're going to start counting the early votes. Yes. But I don't know when those votes will be tallied yet. So we might see a, a repeat or a flip of the election night on November 3rd where the early, like the live numbers came in and went heavily Republican and it was the absentee ballots and the early yeah, votes that came in. So we'll, we don't we don't know what's going to happen. But we've got the best team to cover what is going to happen. And Chris Chandler is going to uh, take over at 7. We, we are seceding, uh, giving up our last our second hour of the show. Uh, so Chris Chandler and Bill Crane and Greg Bluestein, Monica uh, Kaufman Pearson is here. Uh, Shelly Winter and Man on and Man on the Street, Word on the Street. Uh, Shelly Milani are going to take over at nine, and we'll go as long as need be, uh, midnight or beyond. Hopefully, though, we will have the numbers, uh, the final numbers before the end of uh, the end of tonight. So tomorrow, listen, I, I I think by tomorrow morning at four thirty a.m. when Atlanta's Morning News starts with Scott Slade. And I know all of you bananas start your morning with Scott Slade, as you should. Oh, yeah. I'll get up. Um, <laughs> uh, we should have the results tomorrow. I think we're going to have the results at 4.30 in the morning tomorrow. So set your alarm, Longoria. I, well, it's already set. You got to take, you take your daughter to swim practice anyway. <laughs> yeah. So get up, and okay. we'll have the results at 4.30. But if you, if you want the best coverage, and I'm not saying this because I work here, because, I mean, we just crush the political coverage here. You get it, and uh, not to steal Fox's line, fair and balanced, but... You get it all right here. Our news folks are straight as an arrow, 
and we've got uh, the opinion folks that are going to give it to you straight. And Erickson is going to be joining. I've just been told he's going to yep. be joining the coverage too. So uh, stick around for that. Uh, one uh, polls close in three minutes. Exactly three minutes now. Uh, this has nothing to do with the uh, the election, but probably you're hungry right now. Um, Chuck's going to go steal some Chick-fil-A in the newsroom. Speaking of chicken sandwich, the chicken wars, we heard from Johnny yesterday. Mm. McDonald's is launching three new chicken sandwiches in February. Shake Shack just entered the the ring. Oh, look at that. And Shake Shack's down the street in Buckhead. They've been very nice to the Mark Aram show. So if you're listening, Mr. Shake Shack, Mr. and Mrs. Shake Shack, I would love to try this out. Uh, They are doing a Korean-style fried chicken sandwich and Korean style, I'm not going to pronounce that word, chicken bites today. Uh, both use gochujang, a fermented red chili paste common in Korean cuisine. Uh, so it's a spicy, sweet chungchujang glang. I'm so hammering that. Hammering. <laughs> do that one more time. You, yeah, Korean, they, they you had Korean friends. I, do. One more time, I, one I know time. some Korean. I know. Annyeonghaseyo, yeobaseyo, saranghae. You know more than I do. Chomarga. That's a bad word, by the way. Um, go. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even I know what it means. That? I just know it's bad. Like he, my friend was like, "Don't say that word to my mom." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's bad if you can't say it to a mom. But yesterday, I told you my nickname for six days was Toucan Sam. Right. Uh, my Korean friend uh, called me Kunko. Okay. That was my nickname. He that means big nose. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and uh, Kunjut is big. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, mm. back to huge the feet. back to the huge feet. <laughs> At least he didn't call you that. <laughs> anyway, uh so Sh- Shake Shack is doing I don't know. We, we, uh, I sure, mean, I'll try. You try it? Yeah, of course. We'll try it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Shake Shack, well, Deborah not going to try it. You'll try it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> bring Deborah a shake. You like shakes? Oh yeah, I'll do yeah. the shake. All right, bring a shake. So, there you go for Shake Shack. One more food. Uh this is out of Japan. Uh the first auction of the new year at Tokyo's uh, Toyoso Fish Market, which I went to in Tokyo, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, sold for twenty million yen. Uh, that's two hundred and two thousand dollars. But that is far short of last year's uh, million dollar tuna that first sold. Apparently, um, people aren't going to the sushi restaurants, and they don't no. want that because of restrictions. So the two, the price of tuna at your local sushi restaurant will drop. Uh, let's do star of the show there, Long Gorya. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, we'll give one to Mark Turcott for coming on and giving us the scoop on the political ads. And Chris Camp wheeled in the uh, massive cart of Chick-fil-A. Did Catfish get Chick-fil-A? You got Chick-fil-A? All right, good. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. Don't go to sleep. Political coverage continues next on 95.5 WSB. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.